Good morning. Man, it is a beautiful, sunny, a little bit cool and crisp October Sunday morning in southwest Georgia. Man, it's a beautiful day. You know why it's a beautiful day? Because the Lord made it. Even if the sun's not shining, even if the bird is not singing, hey, Jimmy, even if the flowers are not blooming, even if a storm is brewing, it's a great day because the Lord made it. So, hey, Richard, I want to take a couple minutes and share something with you. I'm on my way to um, Celebration Church, and uh, so I, <coughs> I can't labor too long. I'm going to move out of uh, Psalms today, and there's just something that's really blessed me. Something's really blessed me this past week. Um, I'm preaching through um, the book of Jonah, and I think this is the sixth message or seventh. I think it's the sixth message. So we preached five messages on the first two chapters of Jonah. Start Jonah chapter three today. Let me just stop and give you a little word here before I before I move on before I forget. So we've we've bumped up our Psalm reading. We're in Psalm twenty two today, then Psalm twenty three tomorrow, and then we will go uh, numerically. I think into the thirties. I'll let you know pretty soon. Then we're going to bump up to somewhere in the one hundreds and then the one forties. Um, we wanted to be in. Uh, Psalms for the last part of September and the month of October, and then November we may go into another another gospel. Anyway, so that's why I'm not talking to you from Psalm 22 today. Psalm 22 is a great psalm, though. It's a psalm about uh, about the cross. So anyway, um, today I'm going to be Lord willing, bringing a message from Jonah, and I'm just going to call it Second Chance. I've been in Jonah for a while, and. You know, a lot of people, when you think of Jonah, you think about the big fish or the whale. But the big fish is only mentioned in three of the 47 or eight or 48 verses in Jonah. Jonah's really about a big God more than it is a big fish. You might want to tweet that. Yeah, there's a big fish, but God shows his goodness, his faithfulness, and his bigness all throughout the book of Jonah. So when you get to the end of chapter 2, you know, Jonah was, God told Jonah to go to Nineveh and he went in the opposite directions, direction from where he was. It would have been about 500 miles to Nineveh. He went, he was trying to go 2,500 miles the opposite direction. So if he had gotten there, he would have been 3,000 miles away from the will of God. And sometimes a lot of people feel like that. I'm like, I'm like 3,000 miles away from the will of God. Anyway, so you, rem you remember he's, he's on a boat trying to go in the opposite direction. The Lord hurls a storm. Uh, the sailors are frantically trying to you know, figure out what's up with this. Uh, Jonah, they said, what's, you know, what should we do? And Jonah said, throw me overboard. They throw Jonah overboard. The sea stop, uh, the, the storm stops. Um, God's prepared a fish. The fish swallows Jonah. Jonah's in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. And in the belly of the fish, Jonah had a come to Jesus meeting. <laughs> Have you ever had a come to Jesus meeting? And Jonah prayed from the belly. Um, Jonah worshiped. He praised God from the belly of the fish. And, and God, and, and then Jonah promoted God back to the throne of his life. He dethroned himself and put God as the primary focus of his life, first place in his life. 
And then it says, when Jonah began to offer thanksgiving unto the Lord, God spoke to the fish. I love the King James. And the fish vomited him out on dry ground. And that's where we end chapter two. I'm just going to go to like two verses here, okay, in chapter three. And y'all pray I can get through it this morning at celebration. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go into Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. So Jonah arose and went unto Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. And if you go back and if you if you read the Bible a lot, and most of you that watch these videos do, uh, that's exactly what Jonah did. Jonah went into the city and he preached, he proclaimed, he cried out what God told him to. Well, anyway, so early, early this past week, I don't know, it might have been maybe Tuesday or Wednesday, could have been even earlier than that. I was just reading Jonah one night and, um, and it just grabbed me. God spits Jonah out on dry ground. We don't know exactly how much time transpired between the end of chapter two and the beginning of chapter three. It could have been like instantaneous. It could have been a few hours. I mean, I mean we don't know. It could have been like a day or two. But the chapter three begins with, and the word of the Lord came, hey Rose, it came unto Jonah the second time. Man, that thing, that verse jumped all over me. And now that's one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Yes, it is. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time. Hey, Pastora, because remember, Jonah had blown it. Um, and that encourages me to know that when you mess up, when we sin, when we do wrong, when we disobey God, if we'll return to the Lord, he gives us another opportunity. Remember Elijah? Elijah was used mightily of God. Elijah went to battle with 850 false prophets on Mount Carmel. And when Elijah called down fire from heaven, then Elijah sent the word to execute 850 false prophets. And so 850 prophets are executed. And then Jezebel puts the word out, I'm going to kill Elijah. And then Elijah runs. And Elijah's weary. He's tired. He's spent physically, emotionally, probably spiritually from the great battle. And Elijah's under a juniper tree. And he begins to cry out to God, just kill me. Just kill me. Instead of, so instead of God allowing Elijah to die, God sent an angel to minister to him. An angel ministers to him. And the end game is God used Elijah again in a powerful way. God was using Elijah. Elijah got off on the wrong path and God used him again. That happened to David. God was using David, king of Israel, in a powerful way. David was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Ended up committing adultery. Led to murder. David kept quiet for a year. If you read Psalm 52, Psalm 30, 51 and Psalm 32, David, David kept quiet for a year. He was killing him on the inside. He confessed his sin to the Lord, cried out for mercy unto the Lord. And if you read the rest of the story of David, God used David again in a powerful way. Do you see that? God was using David. 
David made a rut row. David returned to the Lord. And he's the only one, the Bible says, was a man after God's own heart. And God used him in a powerful way again. What about Simon Peter? Simon Peter was one of the 12 sent out in Luke chapter 9. I went back and read it this week. Jesus gave Simon Peter power, authority to cast out devils and to heal, King James says, all diseases. So here's a man that's going around casting out devils, healing diseases. Jesus didn't say, I'll do it through you. Jesus gave him the power to heal. And he used that power to the glory of God. And then the night when Jesus was betrayed and they came to Peter and three times Peter denied that he knew Jesus. Three times. And then he was heartbroken and Jesus died. He was buried. He raised again. And, and then Jesus, Peter went back to fishing and one morning from the shore, Jesus calls out to the fishermen and throw your nets on the other side. And Jesus, excuse me, Peter heard the voice. He recognized the voice and he dove in the water and swam back and Jesus had fish prepared on the shore and he gave him breakfast. And he said, Peter, do you love me? Go, yeah, yes, I love you. Peter, do you love me? Yes, I love you. Well, the first time, do you love me? Yes, feed my sheep. Do you love me? Yes, feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Yes, feed my sheep. Do you see that? Simon Peter used of God. Simon Peter denied he even knew Jesus. I bet none of you have ever done that. I know more people will come on and watch later and praise God for those that you're watching now. I suppose none of you have ever denied publicly that you know Jesus, but Peter did. Can you imagine how downtrodden and shaken and burdened he was? And then Jesus came to him and gave him another chance. What happened was one rut row, one rut row, okay, one mess up, does not necessarily have to deny you from your destiny. Be aware when we're off track, return to the Lord. Watch this. And that beautiful verse might happen to you. And the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time. Isn't that a beautiful verse? That's almost as beautiful as John three sixteen. It's almost as beautiful as, but God proved his love toward us. And that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. That's almost as beautiful as Jeremiah. I think it's 31.3. When God is speaking to Jeremiah to the nation, yes, I've loved you with an everlasting love. What a beautiful verse. The word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time. So if you're Jonah, and sometimes we all are Jonas, be encouraged. God loves us. God gives us favor. God gives us forgiveness when we return to him and just to thank God today that he's the God of a second chance. So I'm, I'm looking at some of you Americans watching here. <clears throat> some of you are probably on your way to your church services. Lord bless you and um, hope to see y'all tomorrow sometime.